damn it, cat. I said no! 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 We here at Tales from the Table apologize for this disturbance. We promise to be more <laughs> professional at some point in the future. Not on your fucking life, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> our podcast tales from the table i'm cloud the dungeon master and creator of this adventure and around our virtual table we have athanasius flower and caden sorry folks it's hot and it's early in the morning we're a bit droopy and i didn't write a fancy summary so basically i last am time... perfectly erect <laughs> we had no power last night it was a fucking mess the power went out last night <laughs> Audrey, you know that's staying in, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, last time, um, everybody was walking down the street. Caden saw his uncle's tea shop. A uh, piece of paper blew into it uh, very invitingly, as if uh, uh, sort of beckoning him to go into the tea shop, and he gave that a hard pass. Hard pass on the tea shop. Uh, so then everybody sort of made their way through the second wall, uh, where they were in the garden district, and Flower was confronted by the shade of his old teacher, Trick, uh, the lizard folk hunter, who sort of gave him some really bad news, uh, and then dissolved into a bunch of paper mushrooms, which was very upsetting. Caden finally got his hands on some void quartz crystals, and then, uh, if I believe, then suddenly a big bad floaty boy came bearing down on all of you, uh, and you're up against a locked gate uh, that is between you and the innermost uh, part of the city, which is where the tower is. So. You forgot the best part about Flower destroying a fountain to distract it. Oh, That's yeah. Cool. Oh, damn. That's right. Uh, Flower uh, like did a really badass thing and smashed uh, this fountain and water streamed up into the air and soaked the head of the floaty boy that is uh, bearing down on you guys. So mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. I used illusionary magic and did absolutely nothing. Yeah, sorry about that. They're already made of illusion magic. Uh, this whole place is... Uh, but it was a good effort. Good effort. You know, uh, sometimes you only learn things by by trying and making mistakes, and that's all a good thing. All right, so I don't think I had you guys roll for initiative last time. Why don't we do that right now? I got an 11. Six. Seven. God, we don't want to do anything, do we? All right, so if I remember correctly, uh, you guys ran up to the gate. You found it uh, closed against you, and the floaty boy, uh, which is having a little trouble staying airborne because its head is all soaked with water, uh, is sort of making its way towards you. It's it's sort of dipping low over the ground, uh, and its its head is kind of sagging a little bit uh, towards the ground, but it's coming at you all the same. Oh dear Lord, here we go. And here we go, and as it comes towards you, uh, it opens its mouth and roars. Uh, so, are you guys all within 30 feet of each other? I would Probably, think so. yeah. Probably. Alright, make me dexterity saving throws as uh, dark, shadowy 
flames uh, roar down from its mouth. I rolled a four. I rolled a five. <laughs> Yay! Single digit buddies. Yeah, he's gonna die. Flower, uh, what did you roll? Uh, 16 plus two is 18, and my name is Athen, not Flower. All right. Unfortunately, Caden, you take 22 damage, and so does Flower. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Athanasius, you saved, uh, so you take half, you take 11. I think that's exactly what I rolled last time, which is uncanny. All right, so Caden is unconscious. This, uh, the floaty boy, its head is drooping, but as it sags to the ground, uh, it roars out shadowy fire over all of you, and unfortunately, Flower and Caden do not get out of the way fast enough. Uh, Flower takes a heavy hit, but Caden takes more than he can even bear, and, uh, you see him sort of instantly crumple to the ground. It's landed, though? Um, it's really close to the ground. The heaviness of its head is really weighing it down, uh, with all that water. Uh, Flower, you are next up. What do you do? Um, I look over at Athens, and I'm like, well, I guess this is the opportunity you wanted, and I grab Caden, and as I'm running, I lay on hands for 10 points, and then I try to climb up onto this thing. Wait, what opportunity did I want? Have I forgotten something I said? You wanted to fly this thing into the tower. Yeah, you said you wanted to tame it. Uh, you said that to Caden, and then he yelled at you that you were an idiot and to run. Oh, okay, yeah, that sounds that sounds feasible. Uh, let's see. <gasps> you all right there, buddy? Uh, Athanasius, you are up next. Am I able to get up on it? Uh, why don't you make me, like, an acrobatics check to see... Acrobatics? Or, well, what do you think it should be? Like, describe exactly what you're trying to do, and we can describe- and we can decide what role it should be. I'm just- I'm just trying to, like, climb it like a tree. Okay, I'm not sure it's quite that- I mean, it's not dead- it's it's close to the ground, but you're going to have to, like, jump up in the air and then kind of grab onto it and then kind of try to hold on as it, you know, tries to get you off, that sort yeah. of thing. I've got my tail to spring. I've got, like, you know, enough room to do, like, a running jump. And then all, right, got, all right, all you right. Know, so you're, you're going to do the, like, cartoony tail spring jump thing? Yes. Heck yeah. <laughs> all right. So you're, you're arguing for athletics here. I'll buy it. Go, okay. go for it. All right. All right. 16. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, yeah. You managed to get on top of this thing, although I don't think you have, like, a perfect grip or anything, uh, especially because you're trying to hold on to Caden. You do have four arms, but two of them are kind of small, so... All right. Uh, Athanasius, a uh, flower, has just grabbed Caden's fallen body uh, and leapt onto uh, the head of this paper beast, which is... Uh, sort of now writhing and even further weighed down to the ground uh, uh, by the heavy snake and halfling that are now climbing on top of it. What are you doing? I guess I'm just going to straight roll an animal handling check and see how it goes. Okay. Uh, describe to me what, like, what are you doing, Athanasius? As as you see Flower holding Caden's fallen uh, body leap on top of this thing and sort of struggle to get aboard... What are you doing to try to persuade this thing to listen to your commands? I think I maybe, like, go up to it. I'm trying to help, like, reform its head and maybe, like, scratch him behind the ears a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is there any way you can sort of, like, dry out the 
wet, soggy paper? Or are you just sort of like molding it like paper mache? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I I could freeze the paper with my breath. <laughs> I don't think that would help. I'm just going to tell you right now, I don't, I don't think that would help. God, I don't even have mending. See, this is the kind of situation mending would be useful in. Um... Yep, that would have worked really well. Okay, yeah, I don't really have much. I think we have our pack still, right? So I probably have like a flint and a torch in there, but... Yeah, I'm going to say this thing doesn't like fire. You want to, you know, try to tame this weird paper beast. What is Athanasius doing to try to do that? I try to like help it reform its head and I start like trying to find places to give it the good scritches. <laughs> the good scritches. Okay, sure, yeah. Uh, maybe like uh maybe it's got some like horns, some like sort of dragonish horns sticking back, and you know that you really like being scratched uh, you know, underneath your horns, and so you, you sort of start giving it the good scritches. Alright, roll me an animal handling check. It's not too bad. Uh fifteen. Okay. Uh, this thing is kind of like soggy and mushy in its head, and it's clearly sort of having a hard time getting airborne with so much weight on its back, because uh, Flower and Caden are, are kind of pinning it down. Uh, and you see it fix all three of its glowing eyes on you, uh, but it looks a little bit confused as as you start to sort of like give it the Good, good scratches on the horns behind its head and uh it it doesn't like reach out and try to bite you or anything like that uh you maybe uh see it sort of still twisting a little bit in distress it doesn't know quite what to do uh, you've definitely got its attention and it's not necessarily attacking you right at this moment we'll we'll, we'll just say that it's a start uh caden uh, you, uh, have returned to consciousness. What do you do? What? With, like, what Athens is doing? I just, like, why? What? First off, I think I want to get off its back. Let's get off the back and move away. Trying to make sure Athens is between us and the thing. I don't know what, I get 20 feet away using 10 feet to get off. Uh, I think at the moment, Flower is holding you. Flower, what do you do as Caden starts to struggle and try to get away? Um, careful, guy. You don't want this thing snapping at you. You're going to go down again. Get me off. Okay, careful. I let him go. Okay, and you, Caden, you run like 20 feet away? Yes. Okay. Uh, there's definitely, you're in the garden district still, so you can definitely, like, hide behind a bush or something if you want. It's probably the closest yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, if he's gonna try and tame it, yeah, I guess I may as well try and, uh, hide in the bush or something. Using stealth skills. Okay, sure, why don't you roll me a stealth check to see how well you can hide? Uh, let's see, 16. Okay, yeah, pretty well. Um, uh, and I just want to ask about the gate. Mm-hmm. It's just a big gate. Wonder... It is a large uh, gate that appears to be made of uh, stone and metal. It's quite high, maybe like three stories high, uh, about the same height as the, the stone wall that it's set into. Would I have to make a check if I wanted to kind of gauge whether or not it was magically sealed? Um, yeah, I think okay. probably the way that you would best be able to do that would be getting close to it and sort of like you know, touching it, examining it, 
I'm not you sure if you could sense that from here, hiding out. behind a bush. Cool, that's fine. Yeah, you you could definitely uh, make me one of those like sense magic checks, but I'm not quite sure what the range on that would be. Probably, I'm gonna say you'd probably have to be a little closer to it. Uh, you can try to do that next turn though, if you would yeah. like. Yep. Okay. All right, back to the floaty boy. Uh, it is not attacking for now. I think I'm going to have it sort of make a wisdom check just to see sort of what it's feeling in this moment uh, and whether it sort of takes to Athanasius or not. Uh, fortunately, its wisdom is not great. Someone's giving it the good, good scritches. And uh, it is a construct made of paper and yet somewhere within its weird consciousness... It, it just sort of feels that it likes the scritches. Uh, and Athanasius, it, it sort of uh, leans into your your hand a little bit uh, and, and is sort of like, oh yeah, here, here's a better place. Scratch here, scratch here instead. And it forgets all about the huge snake on its back. <laughs> Incredibly. Incre incredibly. Flower is not easy to forget. Flower, it's your turn next. Um, I'm looking down at Athen and I say, so my idea was to command this thing to throw itself at the tower to distract the big guy and give us enough time to get in? I have a process, okay? We have to get it to like us first. Uh, how, how long will that take? Uh, isn't good enough. Well, I'm doing what I can, okay? We have no other way over the wall as far as we're aware, so just bear with me here. It turns its head a little bit more to, so you can scratch it in a slightly different place. What, what are you doing? Show me what you're doing and I'll help. Okay. I show Flower the places that he's liked the good, good scritches. All right. And I've got four arms for scritching. Oh. So I'm basically just taking the help action. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll go Athanasius again next up. Uh, Athen, why don't you roll me, uh, another animal handling check, but this time because of help that gives him advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Roll with advantage. Mm, that be a 21. Oh, wow. All right. Yep. This thing is yours. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't know why, but, uh, it, it very much likes the scritches. Oh, it loves flowers, four-handed scritches. Its paper body sort of like rolls over on its back a little bit. Uh, and, and you can see it kind of like wriggling a little bit. And uh, its fins are kind of twitching a little bit as this <laughs> giant paper kite beast sort of rolls over and uh, lets you scratch it all over its back flower. Which is weird because its bag is just made of paper. So it's kind of a weird feeling. I get a paper cut. <laughs> yeah, you probably do. Uh, Caden, you are in a bush. I'm in a bush. Mm -hmm. And I see they have tamed the beast. Yep. I stick my head out of the bush. Is it? Is it okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay as, as it's gonna be, I think. I come out of the bush. <laughs> well, so what are we doing? We're trying to get it to like us. So then it'll fly us over the wall and get us into the tower. Looks like it likes us so far. Yep. So we're going to fly it now? Well, let's see if it understands what we want first. I wonder if you could dry its head off a little bit, Caden, with your, with your wind. I wonder too. Sorry about that, big guy. You understand, right? You need to make up scritches. 
Oh, it wr- it wriggles some more. Uh, it definitely does not understand, uh, but uh, it it don't it does understand the language of scritches. So, all right. I guess I could try and use gust to uh, blow dry it. Okay. All right. Yeah. You you t- kind of try to direct a stream of air over the sort of sodden part of its head that uh, flower got with the fountain. Yeah, and I I want to ease into it, not like full blast at once. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That way yeah. I don't, like, rip the paper apart. Yeah, because it's sort of gotten mushy and maybe, like like I said, maybe, like, a little, like, paper mache sort of-ish. Uh, it's definitely not the same shape it was before, but uh, you can sort of gently, yeah, dry it out uh, with uh, by blowing air over it. And uh, that does seem to work after a little bit. Uh, and you can see it's floating a little more easily now. At least it's not weighed down by uh, heavy... Uh, sodden head its head is all misshapen though now it's like all sort of like run to one side and lumpy <laughs> oh you're such a cute boy and i give him a big hug i'm not sure it understands a hug either uh but it does it does seem to somewhere deep in its consciousness understand the concept of good boy <laughs> he's a floaty boy he's a good floaty boy it's a good floaty boy all right let's get this over with i uh i turned a flower you, uh, you don't happen to have any meat on you, do you? Just our rations, but I don't think this thing eats. I don't see a mouth on it. Yeah. Wait, no, I do, because it, it roared. Did was... it have a mouth? It has a mouth. It, it has a sort of, it has a mouth, but only in the way that, like, a paper dragon-headed kite has a mouth. It's yeah. not going to eat because it's a paper person. Yeah, it doesn't have a digestive tract. Definitely like, not. Just it's like hollow. all those... Just like all those people in the bar didn't eat. Right, but the people were still in a bar. They still like going through the motions of normal life, even though they can't eat. They still had food in front of them. If you want to use your ration on big feeding it, that's fine. Well, I agree with Flower, though. I don't think it would be particularly fond of rations. I was hoping we could make those, uh, those dragonfly meat-on-a-stick things again. I do want to reiterate that you in no way, shape, or form have any of that centipede meat left. No. 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 Um, so I think I get in front of him, and I kind of, I look him in the eye. I'm like, hey. Eyes. Eyes. Yes, all three of them. Three, yeah. I'm like, hey. Hey, Mr. Good Floaty Boy. Do you think you could- Good Floaty Boy, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, you're definitely a good floaty boy. Do you think you could take us to the tower? Does, does he get the concept of tower? It raises its head, and it looks its eyes at the tower, and it sees the other bigger floaty boy on the tower. <laughs> and it looks back at you. You can quite clearly see the uh, the other large floaty boy with two heads that is wrapped protectively around the tower. He looks back at you. Please? <laughs> I think you hear sort of like a low whining, rumbling sound, uh, sort of at the edge of your hearing. Oh. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Can you at least get us over the wall? I think his eyes sort of narrow. It looks at you. It looks at Flower. It looks at Caden. Oh, one eye on each of us? Oh yeah, one eye on each of you. Yeah, they can move independently. <laughs> and then it uh it turns around and it looks at its own body. It looks unsure. Well, let's let's 
Let's wait until your head's dried out, too. I'm sure that's adding some unnecessary weight. It's, pre- it's pretty dry at this point. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, do, do you want you want to give it a test here? You okay? Yeah, it it, uh, it it sort of rises experimentally a couple feet into the air. Okay, I climb on its back. Okay. All right, yeah, I'm telling Caden, like, where to scritch it. Like, you want to get, like, right under this fold here, not too far under, just sort of, like, right on the underside of the, the fold. Careful, it's it, it'll, it'll, you know, give you a paper cut if you get too far there. But, yeah, just scritch the whole time. Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely appreciating that. Uh, you can see uh, one of its little fins starts to, like, twitch a little bit, like, almost involuntarily. <laughs> As you scratch it in just the right place. All right, you, are you all? You're all climbing on board. I guess uh-huh. so. Okay. Caden is not happy. All right, Athanasius, make me one last animal handling check, uh, just to see how well you can try to steer this thing uh, up and over uh, the wall. It's definitely having trouble getting off the ground with so much weight on it. Uh, these things were not designed to carry passengers. Assisted or unassisted? Uh, if anyone can think of anything to do to help you. Flap my arms really hard. <laughs> I use gusts to blow in the direction we want to go. Yeah, I was going to say, Um, actually, one of you probably has a much better chance of helping than the others. Yeah, Caden, if you can provide a favorable wind, that's, uh, that's definitely going to help a lot. All right, I do that. All right, yeah. Athanasius, roll with advantage. Yay! Thank you. Uh, 21 again. Okay. All right, here's what happens. So you guys are, are you get on back the back of this uh, floaty boy. Uh, he sort of struggles. He's struggling to rise into the air. Um, he's not built for, for carrying any weight. He was only built as sort of a, a monster to attack from above, not to carry any passengers. And he's struggling. And you can uh, hear sort of the paper and the, the you know, the wooden uh, sticks and the string holding him together sort of creak and groan under your weight. Uh, but Caden's wind suddenly uh, helps inflate his body and he manages to pick up a little height and a little speed and you see him sort of circle once, twice, uh, a couple times more and he's building up height slowly, slowly and suddenly and he goes for the wall. And just as his head uh, and the top of his body crest over top of the wall elegantly, uh, you hear a shout uh, from below you. And uh, as you look back down, you see uh, out of one of the gardens running full tilt. Um, it looks like basically just like a heap of moving jewelry and like gauzy multicolored silk. Uh, with oh. just a little bit of a tail sticking out of the back, running at full tilt and uh, leaping into the air and grabbing the tail of the floaty boy, uh, <laughs> which now has a little more weight and sort of scrapes as it tries to go over the top of the wall and cries out. I can't remember their name. What's their name? Sonnet. Sonnet. Oi! Sonnet! <laughs> the fuck? Keep <laughs> it down! <laughs> Sonnet is desperately uh, claws flailing uh, trying to climb up and the floaty boy is struggling uh, to pull itself over the top of the wall it does seem to be working uh, and then uh, sort of falls and 
uh, crashes headlong down on the other side. Uh, why don't you all make me dexterity saving throws? See how well you avoid taking any damage as you fall. Natural 20. <laughs> Six. Four. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Am I able to assist either of them with a 20? Uh, yeah, let's say you can catch Caden because he's small. Uh, as uh, as this thing crashes to the ground, uh, you see Caden sort of fly uh, past you, Flower, but you do sort of like a, a diving roll and tuck, and you catch him in your arms. Athanasius, though, uh, sort of bounces off. Uh, Athen, you just take two, uh, sort of two bludgeoning damage as you, you sort of hit the ground hard. Uh, and the floaty boy sort of, uh, roars in pain. Uh, and there is a sonnet as well, clinging to the back end of it, uh, sort of in a bedraggled heap, uh, at its tail end. All right, what does it look like inside this wall? You've sort of come down landing on a road, the road that was leading up to the gate and then continuing on the other side of it. And off to your left and right uh, are sort of more gardens uh, with neat bushes and trees and, you know, flowering uh, plants and herbs surrounding fountains and shaded courtyards, the sort of thing you've come to expect. But right in front of you is a large open courtyard where three roads converge and then beyond that is really the defining feature of the area completely dominated by the sheer enormity of this tower which rears up before you like a pillar holding up the blue black sky and this close to it you can see that the tower and some of the smaller buildings that are spreading out at its base they are all constructed entirely of books. Leather-bound tomes, cardboard-backed notebooks, tightly wound scrolls, crumbling manuscripts, even a stone tablet here and there, they're all stacked and piled and heaped to form walls and roofs, and the spiraling sort of just sheer height of this tower. And they are all glowing with a soft blue-white light in the perpetual twilight and rustling just ever so slightly as, in, as if in a soft breeze. Uh, and there is a door, but uh, it is closed. Athens is dumbstruck and starts drooling. Does this mean the floaty boy wrapped around the tower is a bookworm? <laughs> Maybe in a certain sense. Definitely if you spell worm W-Y-R-M like a dragon. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, type yeah. it, and it would be funnier, but you don't want me typing, so. No, but yeah, no, uh, absolutely, yep. And yeah, sure enough, there is that floaty boy. It's dark shape wrapped around the tower, and it's got its eyes on you, all six of them. And we're right by the uh, right by the wall, still, right? Yes. Okay, I shake myself out of my stupor and pin it to the wall with my shield. Uh, you'll have to move a little bit to do that. Uh, they're a little ways away from you. Uh, the floaty boys aren't small, and they had put their claws into its tail. Uh, so if you run up on them uh, with violent intent, they're going to try to get away from you. I'm not violent intent. I'm just trying oh, to pin uh -huh, them yeah, to sure. a wall. They're used to violent intent. Uh, they get pretty tangled up in all the ridiculous amounts of clothing they're wearing, though, uh, and uh, they sort of fall back down. Uh, so you, you get them. 
Okay, so I have Sana pinned to the wall with my shield. You do, yes. Okay, I pull out my axe. I repeat. Nala! The no, 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 fuck, no. Sonnet. I, I just needed a way over the wall. Clever you. You figured it out. Good job. Nice, nice trick there. With uh-huh. the, uh, the big dragon kite. One reason I that I don't slit your throat right now. Go. You're not going to do that. I won't let you. But also do answer us. The floating boy's looking at us. Yeah, let's get, let's get into cover. There are plenty of like you know trees around, right? You said this is garden area. I'm mm-hmm. yep, pretty there's sure the floaty boy side. isn't going to attack us unless we try to get into the tower. It's looking at us though. It's thinking about it. Let's not tempt it. Yeah, fl- I I think when you say uh, one one reason I don't slit your throat right now, go. Uh, Sonnet sort of taps you on the shoulder and points at the floaty boy, which is the two-headed one. Uh, not the one you just tamed and crashed, uh, which is staring at you quite intently. And you see it sort of shift its position on the tower a little bit and uh, maybe start to move slightly. It's currently deciding whether we'd work better in a stew or in the pan. Something like that. I turn back to Sonnet. Yeah, you see, that doesn't count because I could slit your throat and then get into cover. Oh, come on. And I slither up and I, like grab Sonnet and try to yank them like from behind the shield and start moving towards cover. And I think I still ah, have ah. <laughs> I still have Caden like tucked under one arm from when I, uh, you know, saved him from the fall. What? Uh, just... No, you don't. <laughs> have you wriggled out? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I forgot you saved me from the fall. Yeah, I wriggle out. You think you do, Flower, and then you look down and the halfling's just gone. <laughs> and when you went for the, in the, in the time, in the split second you decided to go for Sonnet, that's the split second I wriggled out and went for a bush myself. Okay, yeah. Replaced it with a coconut. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, what? Where's this coconut come from? All right, yeah, I'm trying to move everyone to cover. Uh, Sonnet is protesting uh, vigorously. You see that they have just, like, an obscene amount of earrings in their ears, and, like, you've got a couple sort of, like, caught in your hand, and they're like, ah, 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 oh, please don't do that. Oh, I'm sure this is better than, I mean, look at me. I just took a nasty hit from that little guy. Imagine what the big guy will do. Come on. Athen, come on. Ah, Fine. Uh, why don't you guys all roll me stealth checks if you're trying to go into the garden and sort of hide there, just to see how stealthy you, you manage to be. 12. 19. 7. Makes sense, since you're the one holding Sonnet. Uh, all right, here's what happens. Athanasius, you quickly uh, dive into the woods. Or, not woods, garden. It's a garden, it's got trees, bushes, flowers, fountains, that, that sort of thing. Uh, you manage to hide yourself pretty well. Uh, but Caden, uh, you sort of trip over like a cobblestone that is a little bit, uh, not level with the others and you sort of, you scrape your knuckles a little bit and I think you, you cry out in pain a little bit. And, uh, Flower is concerned, uh, seeing that and Flower sort of lunges forward, uh, to try to help you. And in that moment, Sonnet tries to struggle free and sort of lashes out with their claws at you, Flower. Uh, They uh, don't deal you any damage, but uh, they surprise you. 
And uh, in that moment, suddenly Caden, Flower, and Sonnet are sort of just like a writhing, shrieking ball of claws and scraped knuckles and agony. And uh, you are not stealthy at all. And you see uh, the floaty boy definitely make up its mind that that thing down there that's making a lot of noise, it's going to go for you. Can I take an action? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll allow it. I guess, well, God. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, you're all hidden in a fog cloud. Uh... You hear the snap of uh, paper wings as the floaty boy takes off from the tower and uh, it's sort of keening, shrieking roar uh, as it takes to the air, but suddenly fog rolls in all around you. Uh, You can't see anything except maybe somebody right next to you. Uh, Flower Sonnet has disappeared again. Uh, You can't see them in this fog. Can't really do anything, right? Just gotta stay quiet. I mean, are we doing this shit or anything? Um, I'm still going to count you as being in the same initiative order as you were before. I actually rolled for Sonnet and Floaty Boy number three last time. Uh, so I whispered a flower. See, you should have just let me fucking kill them. You're, you're not even with us. You're over in the bushes. I mean, I'm still in the fog cloud with you. Yeah, well, you're not next to us. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been stealthed. <laughs> Athen was stealthed so well you that can't... you didn't even realize yeah. he was right next to you hiding in the bushes and all of a sudden you just hear his voice go you should have just let me kill them <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, in the distance you hear the sound of something that sounds like paper and wood sort of uh, writhing against cobblestones okay I move somewhere that's not where I am still inside the fall cloud okay uh, it's not quite oh, your wait, turn. it's not my turn. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, Flower's actually up first. Um, I'm going to hold an action to cast a spell in case this thing comes, um, you know, comes in to attack us. Okay. Uh, then next up uh, is Sonnet. Hmm. What is Sonnet going to do? Nothing that you can tell at the moment. Uh, and then next up is Floaty Boy. Numero three. Uh, You hear the snap of its wings as it flies down. Uh, You assume towards you because it's getting louder. And then you hear the trees around you sort of uh, quake in the wind. um, And some branches fall down into the the fog around you. uh, And you hear it sort of screaming as it circles overhead. Uh, you're pretty sure. You can't see it, but based on what you're hearing, that's that's what you think is going on. All right. Uh, next up, Athanasius. You said the entrance to the tower was closed, right? It looked that way. To be honest, you guys are like I'm telling you, like the gate is closed. You didn't exactly like go up and like push on the gate or anything, or try to find out how it was locked or anything like that. Like when I say a door is closed, it's not it's not like the Vogons in um. Uh, in Hitchhiker's Guide, where it's like he locked the gate, locked we have to go gate. around. We have to right, go exactly. around. Right, exactly. Yeah, when I say a door <laughs> is closed, that's all it means. It just means the door is closed. You don't know whether it's locked. You don't know how easy or hard it would be to open. Well, you, you don't know anything except that you that see it's it closed. Locked. Uh, I mean, it it was locked, but like, I'm I'm just saying, like, when I say that the door is closed, that's literally all it means. 
you can see that there is a door and it is closed. You don't know whether it's locked. You don't know how hard it would be to open. You don't know anything. Okay. Yeah, let's just say my plans did not involve taming a floaty boy. <laughs> but uh, it seemed to be what the group wanted to do, so I didn't stop them. I uh, hid in the bush. You guys' uh, I mean, approach to problem solving so. is sometimes like my approach to geometry, where I used to get bad marks because I would do three times the amount of work I needed to do to... <laughs> do a problem because i couldn't see the clear way towards the answer uh i ready in action that if it's going to breathe fire on us i will use virtinia's ring of teleportation to teleport us three to the entrance of the tower <laughs> okay um interesting all right caden you're up everybody's ready in actions why are we preparing we're always preparing no nobody I don't want your fog cloud to go to waste. If I just ran out and attacked nah, it, was the that point was a of the space fog. Spaceballs reference. Oh. oh, I've never seen Spaceballs. What? I know. Oh dear lord, people! You all need to see Spaceballs. All right, all right, all right. Yes, all everyone's readying actions. But Caden, you're a man of action. What do you do? Am I though? Like. Oh, I don't know. Are you? He, uh, I would say Caden is decidedly not a, a man of action. <laughs> running away and hiding. It's like, no, no, wait a minute. Caden's the opposite of that. Caden's the one who always runs and hides. All right. Well, I've got things I can do. How far away are, were we from the tower when I cast Fall Cloud? A little ways. I'm going to say at least 120 feet, just oh. to make it easy. That's fine. I want to go... Towards where I believe the tower is. Okay. How far? Um, Still in the fog or out of the fog? I want to I wanna approach the edge of the fog to try to be able to see out. Can I make like, a stealth check to see if I can like still be concealed at the oh, end yeah. of the Oh, yeah. Make it with advantage since you have all that fog. It's a 17. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can successfully peek out. I, I peek out and I want to see Floaty Boy and... What's going on between me and the tower? Okay. You peer out. Um, you're maybe like concealed behind another bush right at the edge of the fog. Uh, and as you sort of push the branches aside, you see the empty courtyard in front of the tower. The tower's closed door. The tower rearing up into uh, the night sky, faintly glowing. You see no floaty boy wrapped around it. And then you look up right above where you are and there is the floaty boy hovering and circling uh snapping its uh wings impatiently its two heads sort of writhing back and forth as it waits for you to emerge from the fog cloud it seems that uh one floaty boy is confused by the fog cloud but the combined intelligence of two floaty boys they can overcome the confusion I was going to say, it does seem like maybe two heads are better than one in this situation. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe they're doubly confused. So how, <laughs> or so that, or that. Door's about 100 feet from me. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll say that you can, if you wanted to run there, it would take you about two turns. So it's about 60 feet, or it's about 50 feet away from me? No, because dashing, um, dashing moves twice your speed. Oh. Okay, so it would take two turns. Yeah, exactly. two turns. That's what I was thinking, because I said 120 feet. So that's about, so that's two dashes. All right. Um, if I say something to the group, that'll probably ruin my stealth. Not if you whisper it. You can try to whisper. It's making a lot of noise. It won't I'm hear a whisper. I'm 20 feet away from you guys. 
Fog does make sound a little bit hard, I will say. I mean, fog wouldn't really affect sound. It's just I can't whisper from 20 feet away. Yeah, it does. When you're in, like, thick fog, doesn't it dampen sound? Not that I'm aware. Google time. Okay, whatever. It's, it's not a big deal. It doesn't matter. I mean, normally you don't have, like, naturally occurring fog doesn't obscure radius 20 feet away, right? <laughs> like... Oh, if it's really thick fog, you can't see anything other than just a couple feet in front of you. Fog I've doesn't never... block sound, but it does dampen and distort it. The water molecules in fog affect the way sound vibrates through the air, so sounds are not transmitted as loudly or clearly. Ha! Huh. All right, well, fine. I still can't whisper from 20 feet away. I mean, the thing also knows we're in here, so I think stealth is kind of irrelevant at this point. Well, no, it's not because I'm at the edge of the fog cloud. Yeah, I was going to say, if one of you tries to go outside the fog cloud, it's going to be very important if you want to keep staying hidden from this thing. Well, right, but in terms of, he said he didn't want to talk because he was worried about breaking his stealth. Oh, well, the yeah, reason, if you're inside the fog, well... The you, reason you... I even stealthed is because I'm at the edge of the fog cloud, right? I'm not inside it, I'm at the edge, so it's kind of, I'm half obscured, half not obscured. Okay. Meaning, if I break stealth, I assume he would see me. All right. I mean, uh, that's up to DM. Would 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 it see me if I broke stealth? Like, uh, yeah. That's. I mean, that's why I made you make a stealth roll. So, exactly. yeah. Uh, okay. Next up is flower. Fucking. Well, I can't stealth for shit. Um. No, you can hear this thing above you. Maybe a few more branches get knocked down as it sort of swoops low. You probably uh, don't trying need to, to attack, stealth because but... you're in the middle of the fog cloud. Yeah, but I'm just trying to figure out, like, to do anything besides just staying here. Yeah, this thing is definitely, it knows you're in there, and it's it keeps diving down, maybe knocking some tree branches off. It's trying to wait you out. It's going to wait until it can, you know, either see you emerge or the spell fades, and then it's going to get you. I use five more spell slots to cast Fog Cloud <laughs> until the entrance. I hesitate to say this, but how much wind is its uh, wings causing? Um, some. Uh, I don't want to be like a total jerk about it. It maybe whips some of the fog away, but since this is magical fog, I think Caden's Yeah, uh, it's concentration, is... so I'm keeping it here. He's, yeah, his concentration is sort of holding most of the fog in place, so... Uh, even if it whips a little away, it it can't really dispel it entirely. If I <laughs> poke my head out um, the the side of the fog, is it within sixty feet of me? Uh, this thing, yeah, yeah. All right, fucking, I do it. I um <laughs> slither out a little bit, uh, point a finger up at it, and I uh, command it. Uh, the one word command is besiege. It needs to make oh. a wisdom saving throw. Boy. Uh, okay. Oh, good. Its wisdom is not very good. Okay. Yeah, it, uh, it, it did not succeed. What happens? Um, on its next turn, it must carry out that um, command in a way that isn't life-threatening. Okay, and you told it besiege? Yes. I'm not sure it understands. I, as the dungeon master, don't understand. It's confused. I'm pointing at the tower. Besiege the tower. Okay. She wants it to blow the door off the tower. Hmm. I just wanted like some form of the word attack that didn't 
include us. Yeah, that implied that it needed to attack a building and not. Okay. Okay. People. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I I understand now. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. All right. And if I see it sort of taking effect, I'll be like, run and uh, start going for the 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 door. Okay. But I can only go thirty feet. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Flower, you slither out of the fog, and as you do, uh, you see from behind a tree, uh, Sonnet makes a dash towards the door as well. Uh, next up is the floaty boy, and uh, it turns slowly in the air. It fixes all six of its eyes on the door at the base of the tower, and suddenly you see it swoop down out of the sky and unleash both of its breath weapons straight at the door, uh, which instantly sort of withers into a cloud of black smoke and is sort of uh, blasted off its hinges as this uh, dragon kite creature swoops down at it. And Athanasius? I'm not sure you see any of this happen because you're still in the fog cloud. No, but I do hear flower shout run. And you hear the snap of, of wings as it, uh, the floaty boy flies away and uh, you uh, hear the uh, roaring farther away as it roars at the tower. Okay, I start running towards the door. Okay. I move my standard movement first. Okay. So I'm out of the fog cloud, yes. Uh, yeah, sure. And I see Sonnet. Uh, yep, they are booking it towards the now open door. And how close to me are they? Um, within the distance of whatever you want to do, probably. Okay, I uh, cast hold person on them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's that, a wisdom save? Yep. All right. <laughs> nope, they fail. Excellent. All right, they are held. All right, uh, Sonnet freezes uh, in midair, uh, and uh, they do not move anymore. Uh, and Caden, you're up last. All right, uh, I make a break for the door with a dash action. Okay, cool. Yep, you get about halfway there. Then we're back to Flower. Flower, what do you do? Let's see, if I use all my movement, can I get into the tower? Yep. What? Can I scoop? Because um... you, you've... He's Wait, been flowers been dashing. I said it was two dashes away. But they moved thirty. They only moved thirty feet the first turn because they used the command. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Okay, fine. So they can no, get you like can't. Ten, ten feet, feet away. Ten. Yeah. Ten sorry, feet sorry. Door. I thought they were dashing. Nope. You can't quite get there. Uh, you can okay. get most of the way there he within about dash thirty feet because he commanded. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Um. Can I scoop up Sonnet as I run? Is, is are they yep. close to me? God uh, damn yeah, it. You can do that. Let them fucking die. <laughs> never have, never will. <laughs> All right. You have a paralyzed serval cat folk covered in just a completely obscene amount of uh, silk and bangly and jewelry. I'm just, yeah. This whole person F- allow their bodies to be moved? I uh, think yes, so. It just, just causes paralyzed. paralysis. Okay. I'm just football carrying them towards the door. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sonnet. Can Sonnet uh, make another save against being held? At the end of their turn. All right. Well, it's their turn. 
Uh, no, that was worse than the first time. Okay, uh, they're still held. Uh, this is going to turn into another uh, another anima stone chamber, I can tell already. This is going to be great. <laughs> Next up is floaty boy number three. How long does your command last, Flower? Just the one, just the one turn. All right. Oh, wait, it does? <laughs> yup. Yeah. I would have guessed last turn. <laughs> As it, it, it is like done a pass uh, and, and blown its fire at the door, which has opened the door, and it, it uh, sort of then swung back away from the tower. And now uh, you see it sort of shake both of its heads, and you hear just a scream of rage. Uh, and it comes roaring back towards you. Uh, flower, it's going to try to hit you. Uh, nice job, though. It expended both its breath weapons, and it can't do that all the time. So uh, it's just going to make a couple attacks against you. Let's see if it hits. Yeah, you can know with fucking multi-strike and shit. Level four, I mean, you baby. guys are level we four. It. Cry me a river. I'm probably going to go unconscious, but I won't die. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first one hits. Let's see. Okay, that's uh, nine bludgeoning damage. Uh, it strikes you with a fin as it goes past. Are you still up? Yep. All right. Uh, it's going to try to whack you with the end of its tail then as it does another pass. Rip. Oh, that one misses. Okay, so it only mm. hit you the once. <laughs> Hoo! I imagine like it, it dove down and as it pulled up, it scraped him with the fin. Mm-hmm. And like at the last second, like the tail like whips around and just like scrapes the ground like, right next to him. Yep. Takes some of Sonnet's jewelry and scatters it all over. Yeah, it's not a pretty picture. Uh, and then, uh, Athanasius, you're next. Okay, I dash towards the door at this point, so I can get to okay. where Flower was previously. Okay, sounds good. Caden? <laughs> Caden's looking up to see if there's anything cool he can do. Well, it wouldn't be cool. It would just be practical. Oh, that's cool. All right, so I'm exactly 50 feet away from the door, right? Sure. And let's see, Athens inside, Flower is 10 feet away. Unfortunately, D&D, Flower is ahead of Athanasius, even though they both moved kind of the same amount. Let's say at this moment, Flower is sort of... Technically, if we're talking, because everything happens at the same time, right? Like, well, at approximately right. the same time. Approximately, but... So me and Flower are basically, like, side by side. She's maybe, he's like... Or he's maybe, like, two l- steps ahead of me or something. Yeah, right. a little bit. And they're not quite to the tower yet. They're maybe still, like, what, 20, 30 feet away? Ten. So this is ten, an easy solution, Ten feet right? away. Okay. What they're, do you need to do? ten feet away from the door? Yes. I cast Falcon on top of them. <laughs> okay. I figured I that's what you were going to do. I use my movement speed, and I'm five feet inside the fog cloud. (laughs) All right, fantastic. I'm 15 feet away from them. All right, flower, fog swirls around you, but you know exactly where the door is. It was pretty much right in front of you. Yep. I'm sort of staying at the outside of the door and just, like, you know, making sure I've got everybody in. I'm like, all right, Athens, Athens in. Caden, Caden over here. Where are you? Come on, come on, get in. And, yeah, glancing up at the fog above me okay even though you cast fog cloud caden this is sort of the second time you've pulled the same trick and this one isn't as dumb 
Oh, so Sonnet's gonna try to save again against being held. Let's do that real quick. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and then after that, uh, the floaty boy is gonna come down. It's gonna have, like, disadvantage, but it's gonna try to see if it hits uh, anything inside that fog cloud. It is mad. No, it doesn't. Uh, but you do see, uh, uh, like, pieces of its uh, paper body sort of slice through the fog in a couple places as it takes a blind swipe. And then Athanasius? I run inside. Okay, and Caden? And Caden. And Caden. Sorry, I'm not muted. I run inside. All right, Flower? I run back out. And challenge it to a duel. No, I run it. <laughs> Compel duel! Compel duel! <laughs> that always works out. Compel duel never works. I have five hit points. I'll be fine. I can speak from personal experience playing a paladin. Compel duel. It <laughs> Might gets as well you be eaten by dinos. The suicide spell. You yeah. you can compel a duel, but you will instantly lose the duel. Yeah, fuck it. I don't want to compel a duel against this thing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, you'll lose, but uh, you'll die a hero's death with with Sonnet internally screaming on your shoulder <laughs> as they are also killed. Uh, okay. Uh, you all make it safely into the library tower. All right. Flower uh, holding uh, the paralyzed Sonnet on his shoulders is the last one in through the open door. Uh, there's not really a door to close behind you, which is unfortunate, uh, but uh, in front of you, the room is entirely dark, except for this soft uh, sort of dim glow that comes from all the books that are sort of making up the architecture. Um, it's not really enough to see by. You can only sort of make make out dim shadows in the dark. Flower, your uh, your heat sense also picks up no uh, no signs of heat or life uh, that you can sense within range, except those of your companions, of course. I uh, I cast light on Sonnet's earrings. Okay. Uh, Sonnet's earrings uh, glow with a brilliant uh, blinding light. Uh, they would cry out in panic and uh, stricken pain if. Uh, they were not currently prevented from doing so by your hold person spell. And before you, it uh, glints and glows off of a jumble of items, uh, some broken mirrors, some fallen jewels, and stretching off beyond that, uh, you see an endless labyrinth of dark library shelves. That's it for this week. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please give us a rating and review to help others join our adventure. You can find out more about the show and how to get in touch with us on our website, talesfromthetablecast.com. And you can find us on Twitter, at TableTalesCast. This podcast was edited by Cloud and Audrey and produced by Cloud. Special thanks to Matt Marshall for his awesome advice. Our theme music is 8-Bit Adventure by Adhesive Wombat. This is your dungeon master, Cloud, and I hope you'll join us next week on Tales from the Table.
That's a good ending. These are the credits. I edited this. Audrey helped. Bye. Fuck. My everlasting thanks to Matt Marshall. Fuck. Adhesive Wombat wrote this music. Go check them out. Yo. should be the actual end credits to the episode this time. God damn it, we know what we're doing. Oh my god. Or at least the outro. At least the outro. <laughs> rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> rate, please, review, subscribe. Please. Please. Please, please I beg you. Smash that like button. There's no like button to And smash. click the bell to make sure that you're part of our notification squad. Hell this yeah. isn't YouTube. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Are you a t- tailor? Hashtag tail nation. What? I don't understand the joke with the tailor. Just um, YouTubers had like call their audience like a thing. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, I know about that. Thing. Like, like. Yeah. Yeah. You no know, tails from the table. We're ta- tailors. Oh damn! No, that's bad. Hashtag tailors. No, no, you we gotta find a better one. First, folks. No, we gotta find Cloud a better hates name. It. You gotta that. do it. You gotta no. do it. Cloud hates it. Oh no, no, guys, no, no. We gotta pick something better than that. How about it can't tablers? be tailors. Tablers. T- tablers? I know. It's terrible. It's, it's terrible. real bad. <laughs> hey there, listeners. Do you have any good ideas for terrible things we can call our fans? Uh, you want to tweet that at us? We are at TableTalesCast on Twitter. Uh, or you can email us. Uh, that's. Is it TableTalesCast? Dickbutt.fart at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, you can send those over to us and I'll see them and they'll be terrible, but they'll probably be better than tailors or tablers. Those are both really bad. So, uh, hit us up.